We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. A new offensive era in Baltimore officially began on Tuesday with the announcement of Todd Munkin as the Ravens' newest offensive coordinator, Sarah. Yeah, and if you're looking to familiarize yourself with who Munkin is and what he's expected to bring to the table, well, you've come to the right place. Much more on his background and what made him an attractive candidate just ahead. I'm Bobby Trossett alongside my co-host, Sarah Ellison. It's Wednesday, February 15th, and this is your morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault. So Josina Anderson dropped an intriguing report on Lamar Jackson's involvement in the coordinator hire. And I've got reactions from Des Bryant, RG3, and more on how Munkin could help Lamar. Plus, former Super Bowl winning Raven Femi Ayan Badejo gave me his instant reaction to Baltimore's new hire and also what it may mean for Baltimore's future collaboration with Georgia Bulldogs. We have all of that and more coming up. Thank you for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, let's do this. Let's just dive into all things Todd Munkin, beginning with his resume and track record. Yeah, absolutely. So Munkin comes to Baltimore with over 30 years of coaching experience at both the college and NFL levels. And Sarah, having spent his last three years on Georgia's staff, at the college ranks, Munkin joins the Ravens as a back-to-back -back national champion play caller under Bulldogs head coach Kirby Smart. The 57-year-old has had multiple stints as an NFL offensive coordinator, most notably from 2016 to 2018 with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then 2019 as OC for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, and what I find most intriguing about his body of work, specifically in Tampa, is that he turned Jameis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick into top 10 NFL pastors while working with them. He is a proven winner, and listening to him speak about his offensive philosophy tells you everything you need to know about what's coming to Baltimore. It's interesting when I went to Oklahoma State from from Jacksonville and it was the air raid is as we use our fingers to say that but it's really what I took away from it was uh, being able to throw to win that, that really to me was the air raid you had a certain amount of run game ran a lot of the same concepts and you could throw to win that was really it like any offense it works a lot better if you have good players that's really what it's about 
It's about having good players and doing things the right way consistently so you do it better than they do it. I think balance is multiple skill players touching the football. To me, it's, it's not always just run pass. It's do you have enough skill players where they can touch the football? Last year at Tampa, we had almost had six guys, if OJ doesn't get hurt, of 700-plus yards from line of scrimmage. Well, that to me, that's balance. You have a number of guys that can hurt you from a matchup standpoint. Is running the football important? Sure, because in order to win, you've got to be explosive and not turn the ball over. How do you become explosive space players and throwing it over their head or throwing intermediate pockets and running the football adds to that? If you said, do I see the college game influence in the NFL, without a doubt, you see that with probably the, the team you see it most with is Kansas City. Kansas City's run game is, I wouldn't say exclusively, but a, a high number of RPOs or ways to get it out of that young man's hands, and he's good at it. And they've got good skill guys around him. So if you wanted to match up what some college football teams look like, you'd probably say Kansas City. There's some other teams, and you could take the Eagles and the Colts, where you're talking about RPOs and different ways for run-pass options, which has you know, been prevalent in college, which the rules are a little more advantageous in college in terms of linemen being downfield and blocking downfield, which enables you to do a little bit things more in the screen game and throwing on the perimeter. But you know, in a lot of ways, you have to be committed to it, and you have to look at those plays as one, one play. I think people get caught up in that, that's why when I talked about balance is uh, if you have a run play with an RPO built in it, that's a play. That's not run pass. The efficiency of that play is what matters, not who touched it. And sometimes we get way caught up in run run yards, pass yards. It's, it's efficiency of what you do. Being able to throw in order to win. That is music to Baltimore's ears, Sarah. And obviously that starts and ends with the Ravens front office putting Monk in and hopefully Lamar Jackson in a position to have success personnel-wise. But it was certainly refreshing to hear that that philosophy is now set to be a core piece of Baltimore's offensive puzzle under Munkin. All right, so for those that don't know, how have wide receivers, specifically wide receivers, we know that he's had success with tight ends too, but how have wide receivers fit into his puzzle over the years? Yeah, so speaking specifically to his time in the NFL, because I think that translates best, Munkin has had at least one 1,000-yard wideout in each of his four seasons as an NFL play caller. Mike Evans hit the benchmark in Tampa from 2016 to 2018, and both Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. were north of that number in 2019 in Cleveland. So, Sarah, this is a guy who gets up for the big games, right? Like, we talked about this in our Instant Reaction episode. In last month's national championship game against TCU, Munkin was the architect of Georgia's offensive explosion. I mean, explosion isn't even the right word for this. It produced 65 points, 589 yards, 32 first downs, and 8.2 yards per play. I mean, it's just not only does he get up for big games, but he also gets up for developing quarterbacks, and his track record speaks for itself. The Buccaneers boasted the league's top passing attack in 2018, statistically speaking, and a year later, the then Browns QB, Baker Mayfield, threw for a career-best 3,800-plus yards under center for Cleveland. And, Sarah, if that wasn't enough, Munkin then turned his attention to Georgia, where the Bulldogs' offense erupted over his three years as a play caller. And then we know Stetson Bennett went from walk-on to Heisman Trophy finalist. So, again, this guy's resume is wide-ranging. It's got all kinds of experience top-down. 
And we know that that's something that John Harbaugh commended in his statement, essentially saying that his football acumen, his experience, and ultimately uh, how he feels he can fit into Baltimore uh, is what put him over the edge among, what, 14 candidates, 21 interviews. So it was a heck of a process, and he came out on top. Still to come here on The Vault, Josina Anderson dropped some news bombs about Lamar Jackson's involvement in the coordinator search, and receiver Des Bryant has been outspoken about Baltimore's offensive play calling in the past, and he was sure to weigh in on Munkin's hire as well. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So now that we've got an introduction into who Todd Munkin is as an offensive coordinator and what he may bring to Baltimore, the next question becomes how he could fit with Lamar Jackson, assuming, of course, that number eight is playing for the Ravens, whether on the tag or a contract extension. Okay, so Bobby, how good the fit will actually be obviously remains a question until the season arrives. However, I can tell you based on reports and player reaction this hire of Munkin was made exactly for Lamar Jackson. Okay, so let's start with CBS reporter Josina Anderson, who, by the way, has been a reliable NFL insider. Now, she dropped some news bombs in terms of Lamar Jackson's input during this process. We already knew John Harbaugh said Lamar would be involved, but Anderson explained how with this tweet. I'm told since the day after the Ravens and Greg Roman parted ways, that QB Lamar Jackson's input on the offense from a philosophical and schematic standpoint was folded into the evaluation process for the next OC and communication from key players was welcomed per league sources, close quote. So Bobby, Lamar is probably the greatest running quarterback in the history of the NFL, but that doesn't mean that it's the only thing he can do. He's been on record several times in the past saying he prefers passing over running. So it's very interesting to me that his input on the philosophy and the scheme of the offense 
was folded into this finding process. Now that tells me, while the Ravens will obviously still be a strong running offense, there will be a concerted effort to get Lamar throwing more like he did in college. Yeah, and the other key part of that report is that John Harbaugh didn't only speak with Lamar. Josina wrote that there was communication with multiple key players. You'd have to think that includes names like Mark Andrews, Ronnie Stanley, J.K. Dobbins, who's been extremely outspoken, and even <laughs> Rashad Bateman. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know why he wouldn't include all of them. Uh, and then just one more tweet here from Josina. Quote, Todd Munkin is well-respected. My understanding is Munkin had strong interest from Tampa Bay and Georgia was also applying pressure for a decision. A source on Munkin said, Munk will have a great plan for the entire offense and Lamar. He'll help take Lamar's skill set to another level. Close quote. Now, for anyone still not buying into the idea that Munkin was hired for Lamar, perhaps former Ravens wide receiver Des Bryant could change your mind. And remember, Des wasn't shy about his criticism for Greg Roman. So at the very least, you can count on him giving his honest opinion. And here's what he had to say via Twitter. Quote, I love this hire. I'll argue Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews make all pro. I'll also make an argument they'll be playing for a chance to make it to the Super Bowl next year. Todd Munkin wins wherever he goes, close quote. Now then Bobby, a Twitter follower, snarkily replied to Dez, saying that Lamar would make all pro, yeah, if he's with another team, but not with Munkin in Baltimore. To which Dez wrote, quote, the Todd Munkin hire was for Lamar Jackson. How can you be a Ravens fan and not know this? Close quote. Sarah, we also know that Dez isn't the only former Ravens offensive player to endorse this hire. Robert Griffin III, who's essentially acted like a personal security guard for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens since uh, he kind of transitioned into a broadcaster and ESPN analyst. It seems as if he certainly thinks that this is a perfect marriage. Yeah, I mean, here's exactly what RG3 said on Twitter. Quote, Love the Todd Munkin hire for the Ravens offense and Lamar. In those back-to-back -back national championship seasons at Georgia, Munkin routinely out-schemed the defenses he faced in the passing game. Munkin will help unanimous MVP Lamar take his game to another level. Scary hours, close quote. Now, Bobby, I think in the end, while Lamar Jackson probably didn't personally interview candidates or handpick Munkin, it's clear that he communicated what kind of philosophy and scheme he wanted in Baltimore. And according to the very players that had been begging to move on from Greg Roman and open up things for Lamar's arm, Todd Munkin will deliver that type of offense and allow Lamar to do just that. All right, Bobby, we got the introduction to Todd Munkin. Then we got the reaction to Todd Munkin. So now it's only natural to wonder... What's next? Oh, for sure. That's totally fair. And I'm sure we'll learn what next looks like in the coming weeks, if not the coming days, when it comes to Baltimore's offensive coaching staff under Munkin. But along these same lines, what we do know right now is this, again, from NFL reporter Josina Anderson. She tweeted out, quote, There'll be other staff hires and decisions. The Ravens would like to make a comprehensive transition on offense. I sense energy from the addition of Munkin and desire for good vibes ahead. Good vibes only here on the vault. We know that. Meanwhile, <laughs> we'll watch if team and QB1 come to terms or pivot to the tag 
slash reaction to the tag, close quote. And as we've covered last week with Ravens salary cap analyst Brian McFarlane, we know that February 21st marks the beginning of the two-week window in which teams can place franchise tags on select players. So that's definitely something to keep in mind as there continues to be a belief that Baltimore will do so with Lamar. Right, and that window ends March 7th if you have your calendars out. But aside from that, I had a chance to catch up with former Super Bowl winning Raven Femi Ayan Badejo on Tuesday and he offered out this PSA. Don't be surprised if we have three or four Georgia Bulldogs on this Ravens team next season. And don't be surprised if Stetson Bennett is not drafted, that he becomes here as a free agent because he knows this system. And I, hey, listen, I was giving you the NFL view of Stetson Bennett. I think he's a winner. I would love to have him on, on my team. I had a JC quarterback that was very similar to Stetson Bennett, and he was a monster. My boy Tor Nelson, my JC QB, monster. 5'9", 160, was a beast. So I know what it's like to play with a diminutive quarterback and a guy that's smart that can distribute the football, which Stetson Bennett can. I don't know what's going to happen um, with Snoop. I, I, maybe they're going to resign him. Maybe they're not. But I'd love, I'd love for Stetson Bennett to come here as a free agent. I think he could do some work if, if, if that, if it comes down to that at some point as a backup. So again, look, I mean, a lot can happen between now and April's draft. But whether it's former Bulldog players or perhaps even staff members that come over with Munkin, don't be surprised if he earns autonomy to bring in certain guys. He's flourished alongside at any point throughout his career to date. And before we fly, some other quick news items, beginning with University of Georgia subreddit fans reacting to hearing that Todd Munkin is now leaving their program. They were not happy. I'll just say this. There were repeated F-bombs, which is telling, because fans celebrated Greg Roman's departure, but had a similar kind of, you know, curse word-induced reactions when Gary Kubiak left. And finally, the Las Vegas Raiders officially released quarterback Derek Carr who is now an unrestricted free agent and will be able to talk to teams before the new league year begins. Thanks for listening to The Morning Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms at patreon.com backslash Ravens Vault Podcast. As you may know by now, we have been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation and with your membership support, you'll give us a chance to keep churning out Daily Ravens content for years to come. And we'd also love to hear from you with comments, questions, or if you'd be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. So that is all the time we've got today, but we will be back Thursday with the Ravens news you need to know. <laughs>